Welcome to Brain Machine Network. Dot com. Welcome to the Rankin' Podcast. Welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome to the I really would like to ride a horse, Maddie. I've been wanting to ride a horse for so long, dude. You never told me that. I know it's just. Um, I think it's the fall weather, harvesty. The fall weather makes us want to do things like ride horses, shoot a deer. Um, shoot a deer, shoot myself yeah. in the face. Have you ridden a horse before? Yeah, yeah, I used to ride okay. horses quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So where can you go to do that? My sister Dude, rides Dude, I horses. saw a horse the other day in Prospect Park. One time I tripped on mushrooms hard. And mm-hmm. I went to Prospect Park. I was really tripping. It was really yeah. dark at night. It was 2 a.m. Yeah. Saw a horse. Saw okay. a fucking horse. And I was like, well, yeah. if there's one thing I know... It's that there aren't horses in Brooklyn. Maybe in Manhattan, not in Brooklyn. <laughs> and then the other day, I was walking through Prospect Park. Guess what I saw? Horses. A horse. And, and they're just in horse... Prospect Park. But were they affiliated with anyone? Like the cops yeah. or... You can like go to Prospect Park and ride a horse. Oh my God. I'd... Are you going to do that? I'm going to do that. That's crazy. I've never seen a horse there. I only have seen the Central Park ones who are very dressed up and are just like... The horse version of an Upper West Side woman. When? Oh, yeah, totally. Right, exactly. Wearing, like, a bonnet? Absolutely. No, these are, like, you can take your family for a ride or something. Hmm. I just, I can't tell you enough. I really just, I want my, my 10-year plan is that, I don't know, somehow have a horse. Even if I board it upstate and go visit it once a fucking, they're just, I find, I don't know what my deal is, but I just find them to be the best creatures. And it Um, really... They're interested. They're, they're, go ahead. They, this, they really emboldened my desire of seeing these horses yesterday. Um, so did we ever confirm if the horses you saw on your trip were real? Yeah, it must have been. So they it were. wasn't, it wasn't, I was like, I'm hallucinating hard and there's yeah. definitely not a horse. And I was so blown away by how vivid the hallucination was. Yeah. That, But it was far enough away that it could have been a hallucination that right. there was a part of me that was like, I mean, it if it wasn't a horse, it was like a Shakespeare in the Park puppet of a horse. <laughs> like, it had to be something. So then seeing the horses was, yeah, made me feel like maybe it, it wasn't a confirmed. It confirmed your feelings yeah. that there mm-hmm. was a horse. Well, that's always good to know for your sanity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been a horse rider. I only did it once at a summer camp, like, when I was in, like, eight... Um, me but and the, people, Ethan were watching Bachelor in Paradise the other night, which is so funny. It's so um, bad and so good. It's I think it's better than The Bachelor, to be honest. It's incredible. That's what people say, because people are just out there being their real selves. You don't have to fake it for Peter. You can just be a slut. I just don't. One of the, They threw a 23-year-old twin who was like dressed in like full, just like mm-hmm. a, a whole... She had like booty shorts on and like a basically like a corset like push-up bra and they like threw her on a horse with a date with like a 34 year old 
And her body, like, she had never been on a horse. It, like, rigor mortised into the most insane position I've ever seen. And the and the camera just, like, panned to her for a second and then whipped away. And Ethan was like, <gasps> oh, 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 and, like, rewind oh it. And, and we watched it so many times. And it was, I mean, it was like her body was trying to get away from the horse while being on the horse. Right. It was so funny. Oh, my gosh. Um, But it's a... Uh, it's an amazing show. I highly recommend it for the Bachelor viewers. The Ukraine one is, like, bizarre because they have, like... I mean, I'm sorry, but they have the most hideous people I've ever seen on it. No, their don't version be sorry. Of it, their version ours, of it is horrifying. Well, ours <laughs> would be ugly if we didn't have plastic surgery. So... Yeah. Ours is, like, thing. horrifying how stupid the people are. It's shocking. <laughs> yeah. They're, They're so really dumb. dumb. Yeah. They're really dumb. And, you know, I never watched any of these shows until the most recent season of The Bachelor. And I think that was, like, the dumbest group to come through Chris Harrison's sight of vision. Yeah, that crew was so bad. Yeah, the cheddar cheese mouth. He was the dumbest yeah, guy. Yeah, he was so ugly. And now he's dating Kelly. I'm like, what is going on here? It's and great. And that whole thing with... I mean, he was supposed to be with Kelly from the beginning. But he, you know, made it drama- dramatic and broke up with that virgin girl who probably has had sex by now. And went with the most blasé girl ever. Like, went with the yeah. most boring one that nobody, like, got fully on board with. Right. Um, but I just have to plug my laptop in. Um yeah, but Bachelor in Paradise, truly incredible. Highly recommend it. The dumbest people you've ever seen um, is is not even remotely triggering like The Bachelor is because they're so stupid. Yeah. So, oh. So, um, nice oh, couch. Can you hear me, Maddie? <laughs> yeah, I can hear you. Oh, I don't know what happened. Were you just talking without me? Um, I was just talking to the couch. Oh, great. Great, great, great. <laughs> um, yeah, so watch Bachelor in Paradise. Watch Bachelor in Paradise. Wa- I've been watching... I've been watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I love these women. They're so hard and nothing on their body jiggles and it's fascinating. What kind and of hard? Oh, hard literally. And like the hardest biceps and straight they, down abs. What are Tiny they do? little legs. Most of them do nothing. Most of them kind of just like manage their homes. And then some of them use their wealthy husband's money to do their own projects like singing, book writing, and um, like fashion lines and stuff. And some What's of them are compelling about it. Um, nothing really. That's why I didn't, I, I didn't watch it for that long. Cause after like six episodes, you're like, oh, you're just watching these women hang out in each other's houses. But, um, that's why like selling sunset has a little bit more purpose because the women are hot and they have jobs. See, I was going to watch this cause you and Noah are both into it. Yeah. Selling Sunset um, is good because they are swindlers and they'll sell these houses for so much fucking money and then they'll go home and laugh about it. What is it on? Hulu. No, Netflix. And you watched all of it? No. 
okay. I no, no no I watch I watch like six episodes of reality TV and then be like I get the gist and then it makes you really depressed it really plummets your serotonin it somehow. really does I don't know how people can watch all of the housewives all of those shows I'll watch like five of them and then be like okay I get the gist of it and then the storyline will repeat anyway so right as long as you know the cast you're like I'm on board I'm I got everything I needed to know yeah, it's not like The Bachelor where it is like a it's a fun thing to follow the saga. It, the no. Bachelor is basically like football season. It's it like is. one brief period of time. Yeah, yes, totally. And it's and a you game. Get on board. Yes, and you're making bets, and from the beginning, yeah. you're like, well, that one is quirky, and she might make it far because always the girl with a little bit of personality makes it far on that show. But it's always um, like the girl with a little bit of personality, and then. They have to get rid of her because she's kind of unattractive, so they have to, yeah. like, kind of set her up to do something really horrible. Like, yeah. so they just... That's how I felt about Usama's set. In, yes. Right? Totally. Where I was like, bro, they just made the decision that he was going to be in trouble, and then, I like... Don't know. You know? Did you watch it? That, and, yeah, of course, I watched it. Am I allowed to be talking about this? No, we could talk about it. I don't oh, think okay. he would even... I think he'd be honored. I think... Cause I talked to him about it the are, other day, and I was like, that was whack wiggity whack he's our friend and he's every time i see him i would never think wow what an edgelord i would never think crazy oh my god you called her a slut it's always like oh that's a funny comedian and then the judges on america's got talent were like not for us no i just i think that any i think that they had made I think they I think decided so that a comedian couldn't win, and they were like, yeah. all right, so we'll just choose one of his off-color yeah. jokes, which we yeah. know he's going to have, because we've probably totally. looked at the set beforehand, to be the, you know, because they wanted... Who won? It has to be. I don't know who won, but it probably was someone probably with more... probably a fat guy who could swing, sing. You know? It's probably someone with, like, a sob story, I lost both my parents in a fire, blah, blah, blah. And they never I let people been... win that, who actually... They never let people talent. win that are... Do they let comedians win? I don't know if a comedian's ever won America's Got Talent. I think it's a hard thing to market once they win. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't fucking kids bop and that then, shit. And yeah, you can't kids bop it. And then what if Usama goes on to say something inappropriate in a set? A comedian, they're so risky to put your yeah. brand behind because then it reflects on America's Got Talent. And then what, what if he's screaming the N-word just like the guy from Seinfeld, you know? Right, totally. It's... Um, I... Yeah, I think that, and I think he thought that too when we were talking. We talked about it, and yeah, he. I think he's handling it really well, and I think it did a lot of good things for him. Yeah, and he came so close, which is so awesome. I know, so I mean, he's awesome. He's the man, right? I mean, he. Came I know. Sec- was it second? Does that mean? I don't have no idea. I just know that you have to go into that show being like, whatever happens, happens. It's literally two minutes of material in front of people who don't know anything about stand up, and he had to do it with no audience. He was such a perfect person for that. They put me, my manager put me up for that, and I was like, "What are they gonna do? They're gonna be like, her dad died when she was a full adult. You know what I mean? Like, but he's perfect for it. He's also perfect for it because he has the beatbox thing. You know, it's but very. I was so like, paranoid about yeah. the sob story they go into. I was like, if Ooh. I I would not do well on that show, and I would f- I would leave that stage in flames. I would just. No, we rely so, so heavily so on crowd work and talking to people. It would be so well. I know. I'm so jealous of people who can just be like straight three minutes of jokes and then We should let try me know and do thought. it. I'm telling you. We should I see. know. We keep we talking We should just about like that. as yeah. a fun game. Yeah. 
I'm getting better. I've been trying better. to write more just like straight. Yes. Fucking. I'm, I am getting better. I think the outdoor shows, I'm doing way less crowd work and I'm just getting into it, which is Same. very helpful. But I still don't know if, ah, I think actually lately, I think I would be able to, but a year ago, if they asked me to go on America's Got Talent, I'd be like, I have no material for that. Yeah, I wish. Yeah, I, I, I feel like even my JFL set was really reliant on crowd work, which made it me difficult. too. Yeah. Well, I didn't do JF, but when I auditioned, I yeah. even just like this past January, I'm like looking back, I'm like, why did I do that? Of course, I was kind of pumped that my last joke required holding somebody's hand because there was like yeah. 800 fucking people there, and it was like crazy that it, there was yeah. just you know what I mean. But yeah. what if I hadn't been able to reach that motherfucker? That would have been weird, right. you know? And you fall off the stage. <laughs> yeah. But it was like, I was like, damn, if they were fucking yeah. four feet further back, I would have had to fucking get my shit together. Yeah, But totally. that being said, I fucking, okay, you know, I had this like really crazy realization last night. I don't know if this is right. I did want to talk to you about it. So we're in front of this picnic. It's a social worker's picnic, which was really interesting because I was like, what are y'all here for? And they're like, social work. And I had just mm-hmm. dropped out of school for that. Right. So that was interesting. And funny to be like, oh, hey, I just uh, quit what you yeah. did. <laughs> um, but I had this feeling right before I went up where I was like, all right, pull all the clean stuff up. Like, this is a picnic yeah. crew. Like, don't do a lot of crowd work. Like, right. they're paying. Mm-hmm. Um, all the comedians had eaten all of their food already. I was like, we need to be respectful. Um, right. And then right before I went up, I was like, fuck that. And then I was like, I was like, I'm going to do a hundred percent crowd work. I'm going to go full dirty and I'm going to do whatever mm-hmm. I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I did that and it was really yeah. fun, but I was thinking yeah. about it and I was like, I was thinking about my mom being like, it's really impressive when people have all clean sets. Uh, the moms and, always say that. Yeah. And I agree when people have all clean sets, but I was, there was a part of me that was like, what if the, what if the, I completely like refuse to to button up anything unless it's like what I feel like doing and just at right. any moment you know what I mean like right. what if you walk into a corporate gig and you're like I'm a dirt I'm gonna be dirty you right. know what I mean like right. maybe that professionally isn't the worst thing because you know how people are like I have right. my clean set and I have my not clean set yeah like, well, what if you didn't what if you just were unabashedly unforgivingly your you know. That's allowed. That's what you should be. And I don't like the notion of clean versus dirty. I don't like when people tell me that I'm a dirty comic because I feel like I have a variety and putting us into that mindset makes you want to go even dirtier because you're like, well, fuck it. That's the only job I'm ever going to. I'm the only opportunity for me is to get um, what's that one on Netflix? That's Yamanika did. that about uh, with the dirtier comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, dirt, fuck. Something. That Bob did, or not Bob, that, yeah. that um, Rob Bobby did. Kelly. Oh, yeah, yeah, Bobby Kelly. And um, Nikki Glaser had one. And Adriana Apolucci. The Dirty but Sets, I'm, maybe it was called? The Dirty? The it dirty? was something, it was one word. De, de, was it the deplorables the, or no? Was that what it was called? Anyway, you guys know what we're talking about. But it does put you in this like, oh, it's me. It's me versus Steven Rogers. You know, it's like me versus the Brian Regan people when it should just be like now I have a lot kind of more material and I go up not even thinking dirty or clean and I'll get off stage and be like, oh, that was a fully clean set. And I didn't even mean it. Yes, totally. I hate I thinking, thinking in the format like of clean. It's me crazy. too. Or fully dirty. That- I think that topical jokes and like I've been doing exercises where I'll just like look into a book and pull out a word, you know, like yeah. 
just any word. Like yesterday, I I did one that was like sneak, and I wrote mm-hmm. one about like sneakers. But mm-hmm. like, it was, I think it's that's a fun exercise to do, and sometimes yeah. you know it can be integrated into it. But I will say, I mean, I do think that part of the reason, if part of your humor is based around being the person who says shit they shouldn't say, yeah, and you're a woman, especially a lot of times, it's like the things that I shouldn't say are going to have a lot to do with my sexuality. And yeah. the, you know what I mean? Like Definitely. a lot of the things that I learned that I grew up learning were like the funny things to talk about were not necessarily my opinions on like the yeah. human condition, right. but not being bashful about all these things. So I think like the compilate, the, the mixture of getting to a point where you're like, you know what? I think that I can integrate some of my funny opinions yeah. and also have this like, this you know non this non shameful but fully shameful set of yeah. disgusting shit, I think yeah. is cool. But it was just weird to ha- I like had this realization where I was like I will bomb. I will bomb if I try and do anything mm-hmm. different than what I want to yeah, do. Totally, and I think it's less about like clean versus dirty versus being like this is what I want to do today. Yeah, you could have. It could have also been Friday night at a packed club where a dirty set would crush but tonight you're like i kind of want to do some newer clean stuff and if you do what you want to do then you will feel more successful i think one joke ended up being dirty i think Mm -hmm. i think i went up being like i'm gonna be dirty and one joke was dirty and the rest ended up being clean yeah it was just crazy i I just was like yeah i I was like all right i'm gonna and i said to chloe radcliffe i was like i'm gonna go i was like were they down with the dirty thing that you did and she was like totally and I was like all right I'm just gonna go full frontal Mm -hmm. I didn't at all but it was just like yeah the feeling of being like I'm not even I'm not going to tailor what I want to talk about to this because no it's one thing to you know obviously the crowd work allows you to read a room and be like oh this woman's engaged I'll talk about I'll do my engagement joke that's great but I do think that there's something to be said about it's like when you meet somebody and you're like, you, I completely misjudged you based on what you looked. It's like with an audience, yeah. it's like you aren't there to, you're there to present. It's a relationship between you and the audience, but it's also you're there to present your jokes that you're excited about. And yeah, you're doing. totally. You definitely um, need to. I think I realized lately, like to have more pride for your totally. material. And when that shows through while you're saying it, it'll land more. But yeah. if you're like, I don't know. I think I have, maybe it's the outdoor shows or maybe it's like the fuck it mentality of the pandemic. But I definitely, like when I auditioned for JFL, I was like shaking and I was like, I saw, uh, what if the first one doesn't land versus maybe now if I went up, I would have been like, these are my jokes and I will go at my own pace and you will receive them versus like in January, I was literally panicking about that first punchline and it, I think it ruined my whole set. Not that really? I did badly, but I it it just was like a panicked set versus now where it's like here I am delivering to you what I wrote. Yeah, I de- I definitely wish that my JFL set had been different, but I think that that's inevitable. I think that every year I think in your so life too. you get better. Yeah, yeah. And I think it changes and becomes something that you're more into. Um but yeah, I definitely think that that does come with pride. I think it's interesting how, like, three years ago or something, I would have been like, no, you need to, like, adapt to every fucking crowd you're right. in. Whereas now I'm like, I don't know. I, I mean, I remember going on the road with Donahue and him being like, 
I'm not going to pander to this, like, room of, like, insane geriatrics on the fucking Mason-Dixon line, you know? And I was like, all right, you know? But I, like, I definitely, like, pandered. I was like, Mm -hmm. what do I do to get it so you like me? And I think that there's definitely a balance. um, There's definitely a balance. I mean, it's one thing to pander and spend 20 minutes talking about how old everyone is and how the room is weird and then do your AARP jokes. But it's another thing to be like, comment on the age difference and then just slow down a little bit for old people so they can still laugh at your jokes. Totally. totally. And that's just like, I don't know. Some people are like, I won't pander and then just bomb because they fully did 10 minutes of women hating material in a majority women room. And right, which if you're having fun, go for it. But yeah. I guarantee you're not, you know? I get, and then you're just angry. It's like there's, there's no a way, difference yeah. between like pandering and being like smart about the set you're about to have while also maintaining your integrity, which yeah. is what you did. Because the people you saw in the park, they weren't like... Um... Can you hear me? Yeah, I had to barricade Mike out. Oh, okay. Like, the people you saw in the park, they were social workers, but they're not, like... Uh, I know. I, not, I, like, was th- I was thinking that they were religious for some reason. Somebody right. was like, they're all Jewish. And I was like, oh, right. they're going to hate gay right. stuff. And then I was like, nobody hates gay people anymore. What the hell is going it's, on? Especially, also, anyone who, like, stayed in New York and is going to a comedy show, they're not going to yeah. care what the fuck you say. They're already so... <laughs> they're already stuck here. This is the best time, best audiences, because it's like, they're stuck here. They're not here. whack people, yeah. They're not whack, I'm surprised you said or... that about Prospect Park yesterday. Prospect Park has been the one where I'm like... I know, I've bombed there. Yeah, I feel like it's the one... I think the the park show that I bombed, yeah, was with you at Prospect Park. We and were I there was together. so mad when I got into that horrible fight with Jack right. and showed up so mad. Right, right. Um, But that audience is always like... I like all the other parks because, yeah, the people who are going out to the parks are the people who aren't whack because they're, you know, they are they're, have, like, an understanding of the science behind right. it. They're, like, trying to get themselves right. motivated and out of their, you know, hypochondriac position. But, yeah, the Prospect Park in the past, I've been like, yeah. these, are, these, are, these people are on, I think they're all on, like, Hinge or Tinder dates and are, like, afraid. It's, yeah, it's definitely different vibes at every park show. I think yeah, it helps but, if you're just like, I do not give a fuck. It's almost like the colder it's getting, too. I'm like, dude, the people that are coming out rule. Like, they're like, I know. yo, I need to get over some existential shit. So it's I'm gonna go to so true. Park. Yeah. It's very, it's like, at the beginning, it was, like, more, like, older, like, haha, we're in our central park laughing. And now it's, like, younger people who are, like, we will stay outside until it's too cold because yeah. we spent so long inside. And now kind of everyone's on the same page. Which is good. And also, we have warmed up enough, whereas at the beginning of when outdoor shows were happening, I kind of like had shaky sets for a while because I didn't know what I was doing. But now I feel like I'm a good comedian. So everyone's kind of on the same page. Yeah, totally. Yeah, which is good. I know. I think that everybody's gotten... The audience is definitely... And every comic I've talked to has been like... Dude, the audiences are so down. They're so fun. They're yeah. so like outdoor shows are are such a blast. And it's crazy. Aren't violent with rage. And it's like, crazy I how it flipped them to be. Me I too. Know. I don't know what I. I thought they would be pissed that it's outside or 
we're bad at comedy or I just thought people were going to be cagey because they've gotten so used to the internet that like real life is going to be like too but it turns out people are just like energized off of each other's buzz that it was they are and I think people are over the problematic joke thing and and like if it's funny it's funny and I think we kind of move past that and also there's no industry for us to be like oh I should be more woke I think people are so like preoccupied with not becoming the world's next enemy like even non-comics or anybody who's not in the public eye or whatever that watching a person go on stage and just say what they feel I think is like extremely intoxicating right now because it feels like we've been highly censored really censored and maybe we needed something like a pandemic to make everyone see like oh uh this is how things can get pretty bad now maybe you should appreciate art again (laughs) yeah because i don't know why at some point they started putting comedians on a pedestal and treating them like politicians when we're just sewer rats and we say stuff and we jack off in front of people that's all I have to say. <laughs> we say stuff and we jack off in front of people. We fucking... It is... Uh, it, we just are supposed to say the things that... We're supposed to say the things that everybody's thinking that can't be said. Yeah. Even if those things that people are thinking are whack as fuck, we're allowed to say, here's some yeah. whack shit that people are thinking. That th- yeah. This is my issue. I'm like, if I say it's whack that they're saying this, it's not even okay anymore for that to be said. It's like, no, but the whack yeah. thing left your mouth. And I'm like, I said it wasn't cool. You know what I mean? I know. And right. it's like, I was just talking about this thing. I mean, I even that, the other day caught myself talking to Mike. I was like, yo, you need to watch yourself with this fucking Joe Biden shit because we need people to vote. Right. And you bashing Joe Biden might, you know, deter people because they right. think you're a cool kid. Right. And then I was like, whoa, look at me censoring myself. Like being right. like, you watch what you say because the. It is but, true. Yeah. All, everything has to be said. And, and it. it I, I think that it's almost like became like this weird, it almost became a weird game that people were playing where they were like, we're going to dig up the dirt on all of these people and drag them. And it's, and it became so sensationalist because I don't know, because all, all of the people that, all of the people that weren't willing to support them were being quiet. And all of the people who finally felt vindicated and having a voice right. started trolling and yeah. then eventually the trolls just started being like, people were like, we can't, I don't, I don't trust your judgment anymore. And it's like boring at this point. And then right. we had like right. a president come out and be like, yo, I finger bang people that I shouldn't. We had Joe Biden right. sniffing girls. We had like all this shit. Right. And you're like, dude, we are so overwhelmed with the fucking, you know, s- sexual assault and crazy, yeah. you know, all the Epstein shit that it was just like, yeah became this outrageous wave of the journalism and everybody pulling things out mm-hmm. and airing out everybody's laundry that I think now it's like, yeah. yo, the comedian fucking said some shit? So be uh, it, you know? Why are you wasting my time? Yeah, yeah. That's but why, what I don't know like. why there was such a fixation on comedians there for a second. I don't know. I think we became cool with a capital C for a second. Mm-hmm. And so people were like, uh-oh. And then maybe it was... After 2016, there became more shows involved in politics. All the late night shows became a little bit more political. Samantha B, very political. And so maybe it's that like, oh, they are the voice of our. So it, it, it used to be John Stewart and 
Colbert, haha, of course they're being comedic. And then it went into, oh, this is serious. Let's listen to the comedians for what the real take is. And then when we get lifted up into that status, that's when we're our skeletons are going to come out. Yeah, I had this interesting conversation with this like this like guy who worked for Slate, and he was like, he was like, society is cleaning the fucking, it's 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 settling. Um, yo, this is an interesting thought. He was like, society right now is dragging every skeleton out of everybody's closet, even if it's a tiny skeleton. And it's to clean the slate. It's to like, it's to swipe everybody off who isn't down with, um, you know, feminism and who isn't is in any way, shape, or form a sexual predator. And he was like, it's gonna be so whack for a minute because it's gonna be so severe, um, because it is a war. It's basically a war. And he was like, but it will the the the. He was like, I think that what's happening is that the ground will be set where it will be like women need to be uh view you know perceived as just as powerful and um impactful yeah. as men and their them saying no needs to fucking matter and i think that maybe that's what's happening where it was maybe yeah. it's less that people were like yo enough of this politically correct shit let's get way more let's get you know let's get out of there and like be humans and maybe it's more into yeah. like maybe there has been also like a redistribution of like power so it's like maybe me and you feel good because we feel like we can talk about pms and how we're feeling and it's like people are kind of expected to not roll their fucking eyes and like listen to us because there has been a new paradigm yeah yeah there's definitely a new paradigm um it's definitely um yeah i don't know there was that weird little time right after me too where everyone was like sensitive about everything women did for a second yeah because and they would be like oh i don't want to i don't even want to shake your hand i don't know about this whole me that was so crazy that time period (laughs) and that was very like men that felt very men versus women and audiences if there was all men audiences you wouldn't do well right it was crazy yeah really and there was this very mental thing of like oh there's a woman in a male dominated field what is she gonna say and now i think that's cleared up a little bit too but there was this very like stark like oh she probably outed someone or how does she swing and then it was either and then there would be some women who were like fully anti me too yeah and they rode their little wave of like such stupidity and so there was that very sensitive time of men versus women it felt like then and then, I know, it, it, we, it, but we also forget about what the fuck is happening in the rest of the country. Jesus Christ. Yeah. This is just the city. I mean, there was just an article in the New York Times that was like, Trump pushes for patriotic education in order to... Right. In order to balance out the liberal education. It's like... Right. Right. If we have this, like, battle going on in New York over, like, what's woke and what's too woke I and know. what's not enough woke, then the rest of the country is just in Alabama just screaming yeah. and ripping its hair out and it's like they were a man and now they're a woman I know. it's just like whoa we gotta fucking what I, we, I mean if Trump wins it's again so we true. will be Russia he will make it so that term elections are it's or so the, insane. the terms are indefinite and he'll just like be the fucking I know. 
It'll be crazy. It's so insane. That's why when people are like, you're in a bubble, I'm like, yeah, and it's fucking awesome. Yeah, bubble rules. Let's fucking break off I, from this ship. Let's fucking I know. push the raft off the right? dock and send us into the our island into the ocean. I know. Because when I go on the road, I'm like, I gotta... That's when you do have to pander because you have to like you know hide all your little material so that you can do well for 45 minutes so that they don't demand their tickets back because the people outside of the city are ruthless when it comes to female comedians they are so ruthless and then there's one woman who's like you go girl i'm fucking look and you're like no 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 not you no no and she's like i got a truck also and i'll like to fuck it and you're like yo you can't do this (laughs) everyone but you and like i don't know i feel like the road I don't know I wasn't I mean I started in like end of 2015 so it's I don't really have that much idea of pre-2016 and post-2016 and Trump and stuff but what I know is it's different it's different out there it's so weird it's way more like you do these jokes and people are like I love a rugged lady and you're like what are you kidding me I'm a lamb dude I'll have like women in Binghamton be like Oh, I really don't like female comedians, but you are funny. And you have, like, no one in New York would ever say that to you. And obviously, as soon as they say that, we're like, thank you, thank you, thank you. I know. And you're like, I know, I hate women. You actually mean that? (laughs) Yeah, it's so nuts. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, really, really crazy. But... None of this will happen at our show on Sunday. Oh my God! We have Actually, such a this good will come out after the show, but we can. T- I'm like, I'm not, I'm not a very good producer. I well, I know. I hope that whatever we have a great lineup. Chalet was on it. I'm so excited. Yeah. My stupid roommate great Mikey. Lineup. Oh my God, Andrew! Yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited about the show because I'm genuinely excited about the lineup. It's really. I know. Me too. I haven't too. seen Andrew, Andrew in Kesutano. so long. I mean, he was blowing the fuck up before this whole shit went down. I know. Down. I know. He's the best. He's I think the people best. will come. I, there's some people who are like bomb producers, and then I've, I just don't do it. I just don't do it that much. It makes me nervous. It makes me binge eat. It makes. It does. Me, it does. I know. Yeah. We should. Should we do it where we just both host and we go up? Just yeah. Like, that's what I was thinking. Neither of us do a fucking set. We just fucking put those bitches no, up there. I'm not doing material no. for these people. I'm. We're bantering, and then we are. Yes. Doing it. Maybe we should practice bantering right now. I wish I had gotten my the like pins or something made for a podcast, but I'll do it for the next one. Oh, that's okay. Banter right now? How do you banter? Do yeah. you talk about what's going on with your life? Isn't our whole show kind of banter? No. Yeah. I think not- we say, hey, guys, what's up? Uh, we're the Flat Bottom Girls. Jordan, how's your day? How's your day going? And I'll be like, uh, I'll say something dirty. Like, I squirted today, dog. Oh my God. I still have only you squirted did? once, and I'm giving sermons on it every single time I do stand up. I know. You do talk about it a lot, and yeah. I've never squirted. But you would talk you know, about your you squirted. Tell you what, you're squirting your wisdom on the audience. I really, yeah, dude. You know what's funny is like I'll do the squirting joke, and somebody will. I feel like as any time I do it, somebody stories it and is like the squirting, and I'm like, you can't do this. This has already been said. <laughs> I've actually seen multiple stories that I are know. like Jordan Jensen squirted this week. It's because week, I'm and saying I'm like, it in front of kids and I'm like, bro, I'm not yeah. they don't know what squirting is. I'm not doing the joke right. where I say I get my face came on. Dude, you know what I mean? anytime there's a kid at a show, I'm like, fuck it, you came here. You came into my territory. I'm not changing my material for you. Suck my titties. Yeah, they don't and seem to mind. They don't seem to mind. They forget it the next day. 
Yeah, and they're they cool do. New York kids anyway. They probably already made their own pornos. What's weird is those cool stand up New York, kids. those fucking kids that are at stand up New York show in McCarran and they're like 12 McCarran. years old and you're like, yes. Ooh, you might be writing this shit down. You know what I mean? You yeah. might. You're going to think about this forever, as I say. Right. This. You're going to Google But they laugh it. at everything. I know. They laugh at everything. They're the best. I'm doing jokes about, like, um, condoms and stuff. They're cackling. I'm like, they just laugh when we pause. They just know the rhythm of stand-up. I did a joke at McCarran. A joke. I did a set at McCarran the other day, and there was a full group of these bitches who were just yeah. talking. They were just talking in a circle. And I was like... Are you guys serious? You're going to sit four feet away from the fucking show and talk through my set like this in a group? And by the end of it, I roasted them so fucking hard. I went in. And by the end, they were fully turned towards me laughing. And I was like, yo, this is sick. This is great. Stockholm syndrome. It was great. Yeah, they didn't. I know. I know. It felt like I was going to walk home and look behind me and they would be behind me being like, we will follow you to death. But it was. We like, love you. Yeah. You I was like, you like me. You love just abuse. If everybody's like, you're ugly. Yes. I'm like, let's get married. It totally. You well. You just you you awoke that inside of them that feeling yes. of being attracted to someone who's being mean to you. So now these girls are gonna have a tough ten years. I knew that they were them. gonna do it. I mean, I didn't. I was kind of expecting them to double down, but I really, I really went in on them. I was like, "You woke ass bitches, fucking Williamsburg ass looking ass, fucking fashion mullet ass bitches." Oh my and god! I, yeah, I feel I really, like I'm on wild and out. Yeah. And they were like, by the end of it, they were totally down. It was great. Yeah. I think they realized, yeah, it was going to be cringe if they just like sat through my whole set and ignored me. So, right. but I'm saying that's post that's post pandemic comedy, baby. People are into that's it. Post-pandemic. I'm going to say this we and bomb both shit. my shows later. Well, lucky for me, my show is canceled. So you're I lucky. Have nothing. There is literally nothing, and especially lately, if I do one show, I'm good for like three days. And if and if I have a show two days in a row, I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna die of yeah. exhaustion. Why is that? So, why is this I don't happening? know. I think I- I'm just the, I'm just so used to lying down in the pandemic. And I, I used to do six fucking shows a night. I could never. I'm an LA comic now. Isn't it crazy that we used to buzz it's, around the city on the trains? I can't so even crazy. look at a train. I can't even hear them, and I'm like, ooh, geez, it hurts. Ooh, ooh that hurts. I haven't been on the. Tra- I haven't been on the train since the pandemic yeah the bike is just where it's at it is it is yeah. really it's fucking epic how much we used to do you know we also used to sludge through the snow like i we know used to, there's so many things we used to just i can't believe that how much we took for granted just walking up to somebody and giving them a big old hug and kiss on the cheek I and know. seeing all these comics and buzzing around and then at the end of the giving day them a blow like job. falling into bed now it's just like yeah. i'm atrophying I, I w- Andrew and I were going to bed last night and I was like wow we do the same thing every day we're in bed by 11 we read until 11.45 and then we skedaddle off to sleep I wake up at the same time every day Yeah, we have I feel like lives. an old married couple yeah we definitely do I am insane I mean I stay up I, I'll go to a friend's house until 1am I'll fucking yeah. go you know fuck fuck my ex till 5 a.m and then come home i'll fucking it's it's willy-nilly but it is like during it is during the day it's like i will write i will read and i will exercise yeah but yeah it's the the nighttime is when everything when i just get fucking it dude i just get on my bike and i whip around and i do whatever i want but Mm -hmm. it is the repetition of just of just bike book right show bike book is so crazy 
It feels nice. It's very, um, I don't know. I've never had this sort of routine in my life, especially doing stand-up. Every day was chaos. It feels nice. Um, it's, it's the best feeling I've had is when you just get back at the end of the day and you're back in your house and you're like, hell yeah. I never thought I would make it back here after that 45 yeah. minutes in which I had to trek out. Whereas before yeah. it was like, I mean, now it feels like home base is like, the warmest safest nest whereas before totally. it was like yo i don't see home base i see home base for yeah. six hours when i sleep and the rest is right. just gone and now it's like right no i have my things around me i have my all my little I have thi- my things I yeah have my nightstand with the book with my bookmark in it and um, yeah my salad that i make at home <laughs> yeah you like it run out feel, go do something yeah. and then whip back and you're like oh like me and michael see each other and be like okay all right we're both here we're okay we're okay Let's After, go home. Like, going I to know. one show, it's so nice. I know, totally. Yeah. Oh my god! Or if you have to like bike a long way to a show, when you finally get home, you're like, I did it. I was dreading this so hard, and it's over. I'm gonna. I gotta figure out winter stuff. I think the winter is gonna be really nice, though. I think it's gonna be because you know what happened is is it's like you said where we like got used to fucking being in, and then we got pushed mm-hmm. out with all these shows, which was mm-hmm. great. And we're like, yes, yeah. give me anything you can. That feels so good. But it's mm-hmm. just enough, or just too, yes. or just overwhelming enough that we're like ready yes. for the winter. Let's do this. Um, oh oh, it's chilly. I gotta stay inside with my duvet cover. Yeah, so it's like I'm dreading <laughs> it not doing does shows, feel like but. That. Also, Some people are like, I don't know what I'm going to do this winter. And I'm like, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to sleep and I'm going to read. And that's it, bitches. What if I got I'm a sewing so machine? Excited. What if I taught myself how to sew? <gasps> that would be so fun. That would I be really fun. don't know how to sew, though. But what yeah, if but I got a sewing machine and make, like, industrial ladies clothing? You know, like, just straight uniforms? Great. That would you be You could cool. start an Etsy. Etsy. Yeah. Yeah. It would just yeah. Be, I, would, I could call the clothing brand. I would just call it Regular. You know, I guarantee that exists. I guarantee that exists. You think it exists? Some Southampton shop that sells white teas. But my favorite coffee shop in New York is called Cafe Regular. I love that, and it's just because the name Cafe Regular. Regular. I. You could partner with them and outfit their entire staff in Regular by Jordan Jensen. I think it might be hard to learn how to sew. No, nothing's hard. I can build houses. Why am I such a little bitch? I, can... I don't think sewing is... <laughs> you can literally buy patterns and, and that'll guide you through your first... What if I made like stretchy pants, you know, that are just like do big it. Everlane style? Dude, I'm going to do this. I'm going to outfit the whole I fucking community. It. I would buy them. Hell yeah. This is what I'm going to do. All right. Okay, cool. I, oh, Project. I, say this, I say this shit and then I just get up on stage There's and I'm like, what's with all these sourdough bacon ass fucking fucking pillow making ass? And then I'm like, I'm not I'm that fucking knit. piece of shit. Um, I know. Well, there's nothing more exciting than saying you're starting a project. I wonder how much a sewing machine is. You froze. <laughs> you froze. Oh. And it's so funny. Are you there? Oh, you froze Wait, for a second. There you go. Okay, you froze too. Uh, you're oh my back. god. I was, I, was, I was staring at your frozen little face wondering. Oh my god, she froze over. Um, yeah, I love starting projects. I know. But it'd be nice to start a project that you could, oh god, that you yeah. could capitalize on. Monetize that shit. 
I should probably do something related to carpentry at some point, but I just hate it. I hate it so much. Everybody's like, you should do a fucking YouTube show where you teach people carpentry. And I'm like, I never want to touch a tool again. Yeah. Don't do anything you don't want to do. Yeah. That's the life motto. Um... When, during this breakup, I got on Hinge, Maddie, and it's the, it is oh, yeah. the most dismal shit I've ever seen in my entire life. People keep telling me it's the good one, and I have been Dude. on before, and it's like pretty gross. These are the I don't think ugliest I don't think motherfuckers you. I have ever seen in my life. Well, especially pandemic Hinge. That's like oh. I mean, I think something has happened that with with the allowance of women to grow out our bush and you know be able to yeah. name our daughters yeast infection or whatever. There's also yeah. been a resurgence of men who are like, I don't need to try at all. Also, yeah. I'm just simply attracted to 23 year old men. Turns out. The ones above right. that are weird. They're weird. It's because we have arrested development as comedians, but I yeah, need to show you some of these men. It's it truly is. I a would love thing. to see some screenshots. I, I I can not even imagine how ugly they are, and I also don't think that they are um, up to your level. Ooh, they are so. Yeah. You know what they are? Is they're um. They're like uh, how do I explain it? The majority of the dudes that are in their th- that are like thirty, and on hinge, are either f- are either like s- really creepy like skate grunge guys, or they're like, oh man, I need to show you. They're like there. There's definitely a lot of like finance bros and app developers, but then there's this new breed, that is um. It's like slender men of Brooklyn. Yeah. Like they're yeah. they're they're so spooky and they're so haunted and they're they're like riddled with an eating disorder and they uh, have taken it in the vein of like this is an artistic expression of and but it's right. like I think they're like eating cigarette butts or something. I mean you have Ew. to see it. it's really crazy. They're all art. Send handlers. me some screenshots. I would be interested to see them. And I can I think I can picture exactly what you're talking about. I'm trying to think of somebody who's similar to this on the TV. It's all it's like it's like dudes who basically are like I watched Pirates of the Caribbean a lot growing up and then figured out that there was a bizarre hipster crossover where yeah. if they just like norm cord themselves a bit they could they could yeah. be just as maladyish and weird yeah, and like definitely uh, socially inept oh right. my god it's it's a really really bizarre breed it's like yeah. people who post pictures and they like have a cat and then the the caption will be like about to throw this cat away or something and you're like <laughs> yo nothing this doesn't yeah it's it's very obscure that's yeah. it's, it's it's very strange i, can't I wonder if any of those kind of people it's like, it makes you want to go back to the old days, like when I was on yeah. it a couple of years ago, where you were like, yo, I miss just the app developer who was trying to make it as a creative. Yes. The beanie like, guy. The beanie, the beanie guy. Give me the beanie guy. I miss the yeah. beanie guy. He like asked you to meet him in Dumbo and you're like, sure, no problem. I don't care. And yeah. now it's like really weird people. Dude, I miss I miss the guy who was like want to go on a bike ride and like I'm gonna yeah. bring my French bulldog and he was like a little bit metrosexual. Yeah. Now right. it's like a dude who's like I can't make eye contact and I have like a a fucking tongue yeah. piercing and I'm gonna bring my yeah. mom on the date. You're like I can't <laughs> handle this. And that you're like, what's what their job? Is, yeah. And they're like, what's a job? And you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, no 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 I don't have that. <laughs> I'm trying to think of yeah. somebody who's like this. Um, um, 
The only person I can think of is like Steve Gerrard, if you know him. I don't know him. Um, is he a comedian? Yeah, he's a comedian. Um, yeah. It's like... Uh, I don't know. It's super weird. It's... it's um, it's And also, I will say they're like a little bit younger than me. Um, so I think it is... There's like a slight Gen Z crossover that is yeah. super fucking... And Gen Z is super weird. I don't understand. There's something I'm missing. Something I'm not getting. They're, something I'm not grasping fully. They're they're aliens. They're aliens. They're crazy. S- something's up. Oh man, listen to us saying that the say. Gen Z are aliens. They're just really weird. That's all I have to say. Just from me being on TikTok, I'm <laughs> like, you guys are really weird. Well, I think Freaks. also there's the TikTok like bimbos or bimbos. Listen to me. I'm a hundred years old. There's the TikTok girls that are just like, look at my ass and watch me lip sync to the song. That's one thing because it's like so insane that I think the Gen Z are like, well, we can, this is, this does not, this is not included in cringe culture because it's like yeah. so wild. But yeah. I do think that, I think that the obsession with cringe and like what is whack and what is like really yeah. like um, embarrassing or humiliating people obsessed with so much to the point that they're like I'm just going to be a body with clothes hanging on me and I'm going to just speak fully ironically in just monotone sentences so in no way shape or form could you think that anything I'm saying is serious because yeah, exactly yeah and that's what it's like it's almost like comedy is becoming that way too where the guy who steps up on stage yeah. and is like Mitch Hedberg or but without taglines like guy who's just like yeah. yo trains are fast you're like this dude is fucking on to something yeah you're like ooh, nice shirt yeah yeah this walking <laughs> really outfit this is. walking bag man yeah seriously well send me some screenshots i guess we should uh wrap it up call it a day what a good episode okay Thanks, everyone for listening right here and now we're gonna decide how to how we're gonna stop recording uh, Maddie, it's been great talking to you. We'll see you at the park shows later this week. See you on I'll Sunday. I'll see you at the park shows. I'll We're, see you Sunday. If, yo, if maybe we before. should wear matching outfits. Okay, what do you want me to wear? What color? We, we say that we're going to do that. I'll wear all white. You wear all black. Ooh, fine. I can do that. Or the other way around. I don't give a damn. I don't look good in white. Or, okay, I'll wear, I'll wear what you wear colorful and I'll wear all white. Okay. You have more colors. Like multiple so. colors? I have a lot of colors. I'll wear my green high tops. They're new. Yeah, see? You have a lot of colors. I only wear all black okay. or white. Okay, great. Okay, I can do that. All right. All right. If that doesn't Bye. if that doesn't get people out of the show, I don't know what the fuck is going <laughs> to. I don't know. Okay, don't bye. Know. Bye. Welcome to Brain Machine Network dot com.